I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Back at it, baby. Polly Howard, Matt Humans, man down. Mitch Moss out sick. Hopefully back Monday. Humans is here. The beast never used a sick day in his life. Sammy P in half an hour. What are the Patriots and Bears going to do in the draft? Also, futures he likes, college basketball and the NBA and some other picks. He's got a good yes-no prop he likes in college hoops as well. Lou Finicaro in an hour in studio. Great to talk to Lou. UFC card tomorrow. UFC 229 the following week. Vera O'Malley will get picks from Lou coming up. So Mitch's parody account is awesome at this. He writes, it's hard for some people to agree on the best and worst airports. It all depends on what's important to the traveler. For me, a business traveler, it's the ease of getting in and out, access to the city, food options, airline, credit card lounges, seating at the gate, updated terminals, ease of connections, and rental car pickup. My street cred, having held the highest frequent flyer status with a major U.S. airline since 2003, over that time I've flown over 2.5 million miles and I average 140 flights a year. At times, the airline will send a Porsche to pick me up plane side and bring me to my connecting flight. Wow, how about that? Home airport is Atlanta. He is the number one authority. Number one, Detroit. Number two, Minneapolis. Number three, Austin. Number four, Salt Lake City. Number five, Atlanta. At Bad Pete Moss on social, on X. First four out. Just missing the cut, but good airports. New Orleans, San Diego, Phoenix, I liked it, and Washington, D.C. Okay. We were talking during the break. I used to go to this one all the time. Long Beach is awesome. In and out, no problem. You walk outside, the car's <clears throat> waiting for you. Long Beach, Burbank, and Orange County, which you've all we've been to recently. I used to go to Long Beach. I use that airport all the time. I, I think those yeah. are solid. And Luke, our producer, mentioned Long Beach. I totally agree. With uh, that one. I like our airport. I like Minneapolis as well. Worst airports. 
according to our guy. Miami. Oh, it's bad. That's a mess. Airport. Yeah, that, that is yeah, well said. Is. That is a mess. Fort Lauderdale. Never been. JFK. Week. We got lucky. We flew back from Foxwoods. We took JFK and we had the, uh, what do you call it? They did the special. So we were line pass. Uh, we got lucky with that one. Or it was going to be a long wait. LAX. Newark. Totally agree. Charlotte. First four out, but bad airports as well. Seattle. Baltimore. Dallas, O'Hare, Cleveland. Okay, pretty good list. Much better than uh, who's than that, that one? Who came up B- with that? That's BR betting, I think. BR betting. That, that is, was a pretty bad list. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <clears throat> yes. All right. Very good. FTM at VEASAN.com, or you can tweet at us as well at Obviously, those uh, odds are fictional odds because yes. uh, you would not be able to uh, bet those. Those are not actionable. Okay. So I know you that, take Newark fifteen to one as the worst airport, right? <laughs> yes, you I would know. have to bet that. You have yeah. to, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's bad. And the other ones on there. I, I, again, I'm not the expert. I didn't have a problem in Denver. Never been to Fort Lauderdale, but it's uh, New, Newark's a hound's breakfast. I mean, it, I, it, there were pigeons everywhere on the inside when I went <laughs> the time I landed there. I couldn't believe it. Um, well, I saw I, uh, recently. I saw some guy that was someone was shooting up in there uh, in front of everybody. Okay, ESPN.com. We're all big on lists. They've been doing an excellent job this week putting stuff up. This is 32 players who need a change of scenery this off season. You said during going but break that some of three of these stand out of their no brainers. I'm going to guess one of them's Mac Jones. Not out of the question that he could revive his career in New England perhaps taken off with a boost of confidence from Gerard Mayo, like tour experience with Mike McDaniel. I can't see it. you got to get a clean break, and he has to go in a different direction. Similar to the 49ers getting a fourth-round pick from the Cowboys in a trade for Trey Lance, the expectation is Jones would have value if moved elsewhere. I think the most value would be with 49ers as a backup quarterback because that's the quarterback Kyle Shanahan wanted initially before that draft. He ended up changing his mind and going with Trey Lance and uh, if you ask Michael Lombardi about it, he'll give you the behind-the-scenes uh, details of what happened before that draft. But if he liked Mac Jones that much before that draft, I got to think he he believes he can you know rebuild him at this point. And there's a lot of work to do with uh, Mac, but I think uh, Kyle Shanahan can bring him back. So to me, that would be the most ideal destination mm-hmm. for Mac Jones. I got to say, you know, a couple of the quarterbacks, three of the quarterbacks on this list are obvious. Mac Jones being Zach, one. Zach Wilson? Well, I think Russell Wilson's the most most okay. obvious. Okay. Zach Wilson, too. Where do you think Russell will wind up? Uh, that's, that's a tough call because it's kind of like a game of musical chairs with these veteran quarterbacks here in the offseason. And when the music stops, who's going to be left without a team? I think Russell Wilson's going to find a team. But it's going to be one of those situations where – He's going to be their plan B or plan C, right? Nobody, I don't think any team's going into this offseason saying, hey, we got to get Russell Wilson. It might be, well, there's nobody else out there, but we could get Russell Wilson. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. And Zach Wilson is on this list too, although he, he went to the Jets and asked for a trade. It was granted. He still has one year remaining on his contract, but uh, who would want this guy? Uh, so he, he's on that list as well. Miami Dolphins, Jeff Wilson Jr., falling out of favor with A-Chan. And Mostert doesn't have a chance, it seems, in 2024, despite averaging 4.6 yards per carry in limited action. Uh, Ravens, 
Rashad Bateman, never on the same page with Lamar Jackson. The 2021 first-round pick has more drops than touchdown receptions. Yikes. Joe Mixon on the list. Restructured his contract in 2023 to lower the cap hit. Gained more than 1,400 yards from scrimmage. Even if he, even a reduction to his cap uh, might not be enough for the team to keep him in the current role. He's on the where, list too. Go ahead. Where I think Zach Wilson might fit, yep. I would say with the Rams and Sean McVay. All right. Uh, because obviously um, it didn't work out when uh, the Rams drafted Stetson Bennett, right, from Georgia. They're still kind of searching right. for a backup quarterback. Maybe a lot of these guys like Sean McVay have a big ego and they think, hey, he's got a lot of talent. I can work with him. I can bring him back. I think Zach Wilson with the Rams is something that can make some sense. I'm going to give you a non-quarterback. I think the team and the player both need a change. That's Stephon Diggs and the Buffalo Bills. Totally agree. Yep, I'm with you. And maybe Evans or the Bills can get a big-name wide receiver and do that, but I, I think that's it's just too much, right? Between the big drop he had against Kansas City, he always seems to be, have, have, have an issue, right? Screaming at, at, at Allen, I'm with you. Uh, Wilson is on the list with the Broncos. He watched the Broncos put up 16 and 14 points, respectively, in their final two games after he was benched. Two of their four lowest outputs of the season. He has little incentive to help the team adjust his contract, even if there was a slim chance he'd be back. Then you had that interview we just talked about where, hey, we're playing well. We just beat Kansas City. And then they come in and say, you're going to be benched the rest of the year unless you get rid of that injury designation off the contract. He goes, this is illegal. And he went to the <laughs> NFLPA. He goes, I'm not going to do that. Um, Garoppolo with the Raiders. He's gone. He, yeah, he already has the suspension as well for violating the PED policy. Um that could void his entire base salary of $11 million. I don't know who's going to want this guy. Benched after week eight. Edwards Alaire with the Chiefs has lived up to the hype and expectations after having his great rookie season. His rushing stats have declined in each of the last four years, and he lost his job to Pacheco. Mike Williams with the Chargers. Oh, it looks like Harbaugh is going to make a lot of changes in Los Angeles. You see, Jim Harbaugh has hired 29 assistant coaches. What? 29 assistants. Oh, that's outrageous. By the way, Mike Williams missed uh, 14 games yeah. last season. He's been yeah. injured so much, I think I that you probably should move on at this point. Okay, Cowboys, Michael Gallup, after signing a five-year, $57 million deal in 2022, it hasn't worked out. 39 passes in 2022, 34 passes in 2023, and now you're going to make CeeDee Lamb one of the highest-paid receivers in the league. On the fifth day of the league year, $4 million of Gallup's $8.5 million base salary becomes guaranteed. I agree with that one. Well, one, one more wide receiver I think needs to be on yep. the move is Michael Thomas of the Saints. Yeah? You know, since okay. he signed that big deal in New Orleans, it's basically been uh, worthless. And injuries been, Always injuries, yeah. Yeah, injuries okay. been a part of it. But I think he wanted that paycheck. And he got yep. it. The motivation's not there. And uh, probably That's be fair. good for the Saints and Michael Thomas yep. to part ways. That's fair. Took multiple, took multiple shots at Carr on social media. Blamed a bad pass for his injury. He's 31 on March 3rd. He's only played 20 games since 2019. Good call there on that list. Um, Think 40. Russell Wilson could wind up with the Raiders? Oh, boy. I, I know, think there's several landing spots, and now that it appears Fields is going to Atlanta, well, what do you think? What do you think happens with not only Wilson, but where does Cousins wind up? 
And that's that's a great question. I'd love to see the Raiders get Cousins. I actually, I actually believe the the Raiders want Cousins or Russell Wilson, and I think they want Cousins. That's their first choice. Yeah. If they can't get Cousins, I think they would settle maybe for Russell Wilson. You think the Steelers get Russell Wilson? Steelers are interested in Wilson. Yeah. But Big right favorite. now, the first – the first domino to fall is going to be Justin Fields with the Falcons. I think we'd all be surprised if that doesn't happen, right? Yep. Yeah. I'm with you. Falcons got a good young team, both sides of the ball. They get a quarterback who's a playmaker, who's not a turnover machine. Maybe it could work. I mean, I'm, I'm not the biggest Justin Fields fan in the world. He takes too many sacks. Yep. He's not a real accurate passer, but he can nope. make plays. He would be an upgrade from what the Falcons had last year. Let's put that's it that right. Way. Heineke also yeah. on that list again. Every uh, player that's got to go from each team in the NFL. Back to the NFL in half an hour, about 20 minutes with Sammy P. What should the Patriots and Bears do in the draft? And some props and futures he likes as well. Up next, back to college basketball. A great card tomorrow. And the list of the 11 ineligible teams for the NC2A tournament. Maybe this line will go up on Grand Canyon next. VEASAN, follow the money. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Put the VEASAN experts to work for you. Start betting smarter with a VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up, VEASAN Pro annual subscription today. Get your first year for only $199. Instead of the typical price of $240, use promo code FTM. Access to everything we do for an entire year. Every best bet, every host, every guest. Betting splits show you where the money and bets are moving every game. Premium analysis, dog videos, betting systems. The upcoming March Madness betting guide. Best bets every game, every round of the tournament. Promo code FTM, first year VEASAN Pro for $199. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Good tidbit here, and it's off to a 2-0 start. Steve Mackinnon does a great job with the website. College basketball power six conference revenge angle. Power conference teams looking to avenge an earlier loss and playing as home favorites of six points or more in the last two weeks. The last two weeks of the regular season have gone 62-9 and nine straight up and 64% ATS. 
We had two of these examples Wednesday. They both covered and cashed. Marquette lost at Providence by 15. They buried them Wednesday. Iowa State covered 9.5 against Oklahoma. They lost by 8 in the first meeting, so we're off to a good start. Three that come into play each day now. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Saturday, Auburn against Mississippi State. They're going to be more than six. Auburn lost at Miss State by six in the first meeting. This qualifies. As you said, how was Kentucky an underdog in that game? And they got the win against Miss State. Kentucky also won at Auburn. But Auburn having a very good year, Mm -hmm. and that fits that Auburn should win and cover against Mississippi State coming up tomorrow in a good game. Uh, Ken Palm has Miss State ranked 26th. What do you make that game? I didn't make a number on that one. I got got like 20 games here. I did not make that one yet. Sunday, UConn and Seton Hall. What happened in the first meeting? UConn was Well, UConn was Uh shorthanded. They they didn't have all their guys. I think Klingon was out. Donovan Klingon, the uh, 7-2 center, I think he was out in that first Seton Hall game. UConn lost by 15. Uh, lost by 15, yep. 75 to 60. This, yep. re, this uh, fits. They'll be more than a six-point favorite at home against Seton Hall on Sunday. And then Monday, Baylor and Texas. Baylor lost at Texas by two. And they'll mm-hmm. be laying six or more looking for revenge Monday night. Great stuff by Mackinnon. Off to a 2-0 start. 64% ATS going back and 62-9 and straight up. Home favorites of six points or more in the last two weeks of the regular season. Tip of the cap to a couple viewers yesterday pointing out, hey, jump on Grand Canyon to make the tournament. It was $1.30 at DraftKings. It's up to one forty in the WAC. There are 11 teams that are ineligible for the NC2A tournament. Your two big boys, Tarleton, the second-place team in the WAC, ineligible. They're coming in from Division Two. They just beat... Grand Canyon at home. So the path for Grand Canyon is so, I mean, you, you're looking, you might play Rio Grande again in your, because you get a buy into the semis out here, that you might face them in the semifinal game. You were just laying 23 at home and you took them out by 30. And then if Tarleton wins the other semifinal, that's it. You're already in. The game doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And they will play likely Seattle in that semifinal game as well. So, even though they're still invited and they're in the WAC tournament, Grand Canyon won't even have to win if that's the championship game Saturday the 16th. Is that price still up at that? $1.45, yeah. It's still there? I think you have to bet Got to take that, right? You yeah. are a huge favorite no matter Grand who you Canyon meet in that t- semifinal. That's a 25-win team anyway. Yeah, it's true. Take the plus 150. Okay. Yeah. Whoever uh, spotted that, nice job. Okay, so and then the other I think big you one. You got to play that. Yeah. The other big one is is UC San Diego, the Tritons. What a story they are in the mm-hmm. Big West, tied for first place, and they come in. What were they Division Two? They you were talking about this before the show. They beat San Diego State. They just beat Cal Irvine. But here's your other big one, that they are ineligible for the NC two A tournament, and they are tied for first in the Big West. And that's the same scenario with Cal Irvine. Actually lost to San Diego State by one point. Oh, lost, okay. Lost by one point, 63-62. But again, probably should have won the game. They coughed up the lead late. And that was when I, I started to say, oh, what's up with this UC San Diego team? Almost taking down the Aztecs. And you're right about that. But no, it's a, it's a team ineligible for the tournament. And they they're, probably... They're a really good team in the Big West. Yeah, yeah. they probably will play uh, Cal Davis in the semifinal in the Big West out here now. In Las Vegas, 
eh, about a 20-minute drive to the arena for that tournament, and then you, you could get Cal Irvine against San Diego, but that's already decided again, much like last year, where it was supposed to be Merrimack out of the Northeast, but because they weren't eligible, yeah. fairly Dickinson was allowed to make it, and then they shocked the world and take out Purdue in the second 16 seed ever to get it done. Bella Bellarmine, I can never pronounce it, Bellarmine, they're on this list again, too. How long is the wait for these guys? That seems even, that would... First of all, I don't even think there should be a wait. Absolutely. Why, I agree why, why is there a wait? Yeah. And it's, it's another, what, five years for these guys? It seems like that was three years dumb, ago that the they... The transition? Yes. It's a dumb rule. Totally agree. Yeah. So they're still on this list, even though it seemed like it was three years ago where they won the conference tournament. But sorry, guys, uh, you don't get to go. Queens, uh, North Carolina, Atlantic Sun, coming in from Division Two, transitioning. They are ineligible. LeMoyne in the Northeast Conference. They're 12 and 16, so we don't worry about LeMoyne. St. Thomas, Thomas, the Tommies, Summit League, coming in from Division Three. Good story, 17 and 12, also ineligible. And Tarleton coming in from Division Two, as I mentioned, and also Utah Tech, also in the WAC. They're 10 and 17, also coming in from Division Two. Okay, other big games coming up with a great card Saturday in college hoops. How about Virginia and Duke? Ken Palm's got Virginia 64, Duke 8, and Virginia squarely on the bubble now. Who even knows if they're even going to get in? And what bet is one of the worst ACC years of my lifetime? Yeah, I, I think the ACC is probably going to get four teams in. You do? Yeah, I do. Wow. Well, I, Clemson, I think, deserves to be sure. in. Unless That's, the Tigers yeah. really stumble down the stretch. I, I like this Clemson team. That would be th- team number three. Virginia, yeah, it's got some good wins, some bad losses. But the Cavs right now, I think, would sneak into the tournament. I've, I've got Duke here, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Virginia on Saturday. Uh, I got a. I think we should single out Kyle Filipowski for a heroic effort. I mean, on one leg to come back, <laughs> almost lost his leg, almost needed amputated last week, and he comes back and he, well, <laughs> he puts a great performance uh, this week against uh, in a blowout win. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, it, it is absolute nonsense, though. We continue to do this in college basketball, but fair point, though, about. <laughs> When lucked in with the amputation. What do you make uh, Duke Carolina in the rematch next Saturday? I'm gonna I'm gonna like Duke in that game, I can tell you that. Okay. Probably, I'm gonna make Duke a small favorite, probably around I'm gonna go uh two, two and a half, but I I am gonna like Duke in that game. That's a payback for the lost in uh, Chapel Hill. All right, Illinois and Wisconsin. Wisconsin having a ton of issues now. 18 and 10 on the year. Wow. Ill- Ken Palm's got Illinois 13 and Wisconsin 23. This is a big one on Saturday. I've got Whiskey, a uh, two-point favorite in that game in Madison. Illinois' two-back of Purdue with three games to go in the Big Ten regular season. And, uh, man, this Illinois team right now, Terrence Shannon's hot, Coleman Hawkins, really playing at a high level offensively. How about this two nights ago? Minnesota shot 14 for 20 from three and lost at Illinois 105 to 97. That was a hell of a shootout in Champaign a couple of nights ago. Minnesota scored around 1.4 points per possession, scored 97 points and lost the game. Uh, Illinois did hit 10 of 22 threes, and that team's won four of five. The only loss in there was a one-point loss at Penn State about 10 days ago. I don't know what's happened to Whiskey. Yeah. I really was buying into yeah. this Badgers team. and On February 1st, 8-1 and one in the Big Ten, had an 18-point lead in the second half at Nebraska, and since then has lost, what, six of the last eight? 
Yep. Ugly. This game is under the radar, but to me, I'm intrigued by this game. Two great stories. South Florida against Charlotte. Mm -hmm. South Florida's in first place. They're not going to get an at-large bid, but they're going to win this league. They're taking on Charlotte. Ken Palm's got South Florida 93rd, Charlotte 108. But this was supposed to be, this league was supposed to be dominated by Florida Atlantic and Memphis. It's these two guys. And, and Florida Atlantic just went to South Florida and Charlotte and got beat. So we'll see if South Florida can keep this up uh, with their winning ways and get it done. That's an under-the-radar game and certainly maybe a case where one of these teams could win the conference tournament and get the automatic bid because I don't just see, I can't see Florida Atlantic fixing this defense as they continue to go, they've been going through the motions all year defensively, certainly since they had the big one out here against Arizona, what's happened to this, this team, and they've been sleepwalking. Well, South Florida, if you look at the team and really break down the numbers, nothing stands out. No. And uh, it, it's just a team that knows, has developed a, a winning attitude. I think the uh, some of the parts add up there to uh, – Something that's a lot more impressive than what you see on paper. But I think South Florida would have to win the conference tournament to get in. Yeah, they are yeah. finally ranked at 21-5, and five, but you're right about that. Even though they have this long winning streak, and they've only lost one game in conference, and that was at UAB by four. And Charlotte's a great story, too. Uh, they're 17-10, and 10, but they're coming off a loss One thing about well. Florida Atlantic, Paul, a lot of people tend to forget. Probably should have lost in the first round to Memphis in the tournament. Probably should have lost in the first round, then got all the way to the Final Four. Sammy right? P. Up, yep. Sammy P. Up next. We'll talk Patriots and Bears in the draft. Straight ahead. Start your morning with a daily dose of winning strategies, insider tips, and the latest buzz with the free Veasan Daily Newsletter. In today's newsletter, Adam Burke gives out all his futures. In Major League Baseball, mention uh, get apps, expert analysis, latest odds straight to your inbox, absolutely free. Beeson.com slash newsletter to subscribe. Sammy P joins us now. Nesson, Fox Sports, Chicken Dinner Podcast at SP Shoot on X, the man to talk to about Bears and Patriots. And let's start with the Patriots. Thanks for the time, sir. It's all over the place. They're not going to take a quarterback. They're going to take a quarterback. What should what will the Patriots do at number three, in your opinion? I had to laugh last night, Paul, when they were uh, they were circulating the the videos of Mac Jones throwing no look passes on Twitter. And oh I'm like, God. He couldn't he couldn't throw the ball when he was looking last year. Maybe he should focus on that. But I, if you come into this year with Mac Jones at quarterback and Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and Demario Douglas at receiver, you're going to win four or five games again. I mean, their leading receiver last year had 561 yards. They, they have no talent at the position. And I don't know what their big board is, but I, I think if let's say that Williams and Daniels go one, two, I would take Marvin Harrison, the third. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, they haven't had an, an elite receiver since maybe Randy Moss yep. going back to 2007. And, and he's going to change their entire offense. And look, I, I think when you look at the Patriots, they're not a quarterback away. They are an offense away. So if you, if you bring in Drake may, he's going to get crushed. I mean, like they're, they're, they have no, they have no line. They have no receivers. You bring in a rookie quarterback. He's going to get creamed. Um, I would go Harrison, but you know, as sick as I am, man, I'm looking at DraftKings right now and they got Justin Fields 22 to one to be a Patriot next year. And obviously it's a long shot, but tell me that team isn't decidedly better. If they take Harrison third, and then trade their 
mm-hmm. second round pick for Justin Fields. Now you got Fields and Harrison, and and you're a lot better than you were last year. That's something they should consider seriously. I'll yeah. tell you one game that sticks my mind, and I, I'm sure you guys remember this. Fields and the Bears went to Foxborough on a Monday night two years ago yes. and destroyed the Patriots. Remember that game, Sammy V? I was there. They were. <laughs> that was the game that knocked me out of Survivor. Me too. Yeah, they got me too. Oh, it was brutal. I'm with you because you haven't had that star since Moss, and this guy's supposed to be the next Randy Moss. So then if I do that, what, what do I do at quarterback then? Am I, who's the veteran I'm bringing in? Well, I mean, I, like I said, I, I think Fields, you know, I, I think they can depart with that 34th overall pick. It's like right at the beginning of the second round, you flip that for Fields, and that's probably what it would take. I mean, he's worth a, a two or maybe a couple of threes. Um, you know, Cousins has been floated around. We'll see how that goes. I just, I think when, when we look at these markets, and again, like is Fields going to go to New England? Probably not. But when we see the overreaction and the reports come out on, well, Fields is going to the Falcons. It, it makes Atlanta minus five dollars to get Fields, and then it pushes everybody up. And mm. I don't want to compare apples and oranges, but it was like the narrative that, well, Jamar Hamlin can't lose Comeback Player of the Year. Well, guess what? He did. Yeah. It's like everything has to go right for these trades to go through. And even though it makes a lot of sense to go to Atlanta, it doesn't mean it's a slam dunk. So I, I just think the market's a little mispriced. He probably ends up in Atlanta, but I mean. 22 to 1 is 22 to 1, Paul. You know this game. Yep. Yep. Uh, so you're not buying that it's a done deal fields to Atlanta. And you, you good point about how high the price is now. What about, what about, where's the steam at there about trading down? Because they have so many needs. You trade back and you do something, I don't know, back in the 8, 9, 10 range. You're talking about Chicago or New England? The, Pats- uh, the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, they they could. I mean, it's, it's very Patriot-driven. Uh, but yes. I, I think that was more Belichick than anything else. I mean, Belichick would would trade down and, and take a, a guard, you know, like that's what Bill used to do. Cause he, did, he just didn't think that any of the players were really worth the hype. I, I don't know, man. I feel like when you, when you blow out the winningest coach of all time, in terms of Super Bowls, you, you sort of have to give this new cat the ability to take who he wants to take. I, I think, I think that's going to be the move. I think they're going to keep the pick and, I, I mean, could, could it happen? Of course. Uh, I think they stay pat at three, though. And look, if Daniels, let, let's say it goes Williams May, then I, I think they take Matty Humans' guy Daniels three. I think that'd be great for them. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I've seen too many white quarterbacks from North Carolina not pan out. I just, especially like <laughs> the Bears. It, you, you think Bears fans want to take yeah. Drake May after no. living through Mitch Trubisky? I, I doubt that that's a popular thing. So look, it, it, it depends who's there. If, if it goes. Williams and Daniels, you take Harrison. If it goes Williams May, then you take Jaden Daniels. You know, when Sammy uh, started at VSIN, Brent Musburger referred to him as Windy City Sammy. <laughs> Came out here from Chicago. <laughs> so you know a lot about the Bears and their history. And uh, the Bears got number one and number nine. I think they should trade down to two. They're going to get a ton in return. Also trade fields, compile all these assets, Sammy, and take Jaden Daniels at number two. Uh, and Caleb Williams can go number one to the commanders, and they can have the face of the franchise uh, there. And I'm not even sure Drake May would go number three. I am, I'm, I'm not even sure I'd draft Drake May in the top ten, to be honest with you. How, how do you assess or evaluate the, uh, the top quarterbacks in the draft, and do you think there's a sleeper maybe in the second round? I was really impressed with the way that Daniels handled adversity. You know, remember, yeah. a lot of people forget he started at Arizona State and sort of flamed out there and sort of reinvigorated himself at LSU and became a dual threat monster in the best 
conference in college football. I mean, he was putting up ridiculous numbers. Yep. Um, I don't think the gap, to your point, I don't think it's as big as, as people make it out to be. You know, I, I think they're 1A and 1B, and then I got May, like maybe 1B. One, one I'm going to skip over C. But, look, I mean, there's a lot of people that like Penix. A lot of people think that, you know, he's going to be a late first-rounder, early second-rounder. Chicago is going to get a landslide of picks if they have the balls to do it. Yep. I just – yeah, I feel like the pressure on this GM polls. I, I feel like they're already making up their minds and they're going to take Caleb. We know they're going to trade fields. They want to reset the clock because when you have a young quarterback and a rookie contract, you have a, a bigger window. And mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. They're, they're not going to have fields next year. I think, I think the smart move would be to not buy into Caleb trade out of one. I mean, you could probably get, what do you think? Two or three first rounders, maybe. Yeah, you're gonna get not from with Washington, huh? With Washington, not you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna flip first rounders. You're gonna get an additional one and probably also a two. I would say something like that. Okay, yeah, and also you're gonna trade Fields, like Sammy said. You're gonna pick up probably a second round pick, yeah, if not a little bit more. So the Bears can make a killing. Mm -hmm. And this and Sammy also Ryan Poles, I think uh, I don't say playing with house money, but. He's ahead of the game a little bit because he, he swindled the Carolina Panthers in that deal last year. He absolutely did. Yeah. And I, I think he, he's clearly about quantity. He's proven that, you know, he, he trades out of one last year. I just, I mean, how crazy is it that you have number one, two years in a row and you trade out of it? That's never been yeah. done before. Yes. But if he, if he zigs when you zag, that's, that's the way to do it. I'll tell you what, this defense is a lot better than it was last year. And if they can trade, let, mm-hmm. let's just say they go from one to two, take Daniels, you get the future assets, and then you pick what, like ninth or whatever. Then you take Latu from UCLA or somebody like that. You put him on the other side of Montez Sweat. All of a sudden, this team actually isn't yeah. that bad. You know, you still have some some issues on the offensive line. But, um, you know, this is a three-year plan in Chicago with a rookie quarterback and a and a you know young GM, a, a coach that you know may or may not be here, big picture. But you you literally hold the key to the draft, man. And if, if you have the ball yep. to trade out of it again, good for you. I say no brainer. You take Williams and a Dunze. <laughs> That's what I would do. No but uh, this but this is so no I, I totally That's uh, a, a no brainer to me. Yeah. yeah okay. uh, but I, I I agree with you, Sam. <laughs> if I'm a Bears fan, <laughs> there is no way if I trade that pick, I'm on mate. After what I just went through with Trubisky, right? So, what are the what are the what are the? There's also a rivalry though too that you hit on with USC and Notre Dame, and Matt talked about that Williams didn't look good in the in the meeting this past year. What do the fans want to do? So, as you know, there's a lot of Notre Dame fans around Chicago, and you know I've been all year. I've been kind of poking the bear, like, "Hey, you guys ready for Caleb Williams?" And a lot of these Notre Dame fans are like, "Screw that guy! I don't I don't want him," you know. Uh, they don't, they don't like USC. They don't like Caleb Williams, even though he's, you know, as everybody says, the the greatest prospect in the draft this year. I, I don't think Chicago is necessarily in love with Caleb Williams, but I, I mean, if he goes there and wins multiple Super Bowls, then nobody's going to care. It's just Chicago is so stupid. I mean, for, for years, Paul, the most popular player in Chicago is the backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. I remember, dude, I was covering Jay Cutler. He was the most talented quarterback yep. they ever had. Yep. And the fans wanted Josh McCown to play. Like, that's how <laughs> stupid they are in Chicago. Yeah. I'm that's not... the best quarterback you've had in like 40 years. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, 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 that's the thing. Sad. But... That's sad. That's <laughs> sad. No. 
Jay, Jay Cutler was yeah. a loser. He was. <laughs> he sat on the bench in the second half of the NFC Championship game against the Packers, Sammy, with a sore knee. Come on. Uh, that, come on, though. You can't want McCown and uh-huh. over him, though. But certainly it, it didn't work out. But uh, that's what but Bears fans have been looking at for the last 40 years. A double shot with Sammy up next. Picks, picks, and more picks. A future in the NBA. A future to make the Final Four. And a yes-no prop that he likes in college hoops. Straight ahead. VEASAN, follow the money. Paulie Howard, Matt Humans in for Mitch Moss. The Sports Betting Network. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s, dance away with hip hop beats, and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This week, DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can deposit $5, get a no-sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets. If your first bet loses, download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Double shot time for picks with Sammy P at SP Shoot on X, Nesson, Chicken Dinner Pod, and Fox Sports. So we started the show talking about are we all going to be sitting here with our big future tickets on the Clippers, T-Wolves, and OKC and use it as toilet paper because the Denver Nuggets maybe could get the one seed, win this damn division, and do it again. Do, are you recommending Denver Nugget future tickets, Sammy? I think so. And, you know, you look at the championship board and you see Celtics 250, Clippers 475, and I, I can get the Nuggets at 5-1 to one if, I, if I look in the right places. I mean, that's... That's a team that has proven it knows how to win championships. And, you know, more than the West, I want to talk about the title. Like Mm -hmm. the Boston Celtics, man, they they just, they remind me of the Buffalo Bills. Yes. They're so talented. They can, they can do a lot of really good things, but they, they're, they're a soft and B they choke. Uh, And they, they also, Paul, here's the crazy thing about Boston. They shoot 42, three pointers, a game, a game. Yep. That's on average. And when you live by that shot, you die by that shot. And, and this is a team that, yes, they are the most talented in the NBA. But their coach, their coach just lets them chuck. And 
they like if you're going to use an analogy to Vegas games, they're sort of like they're the dice rollers at, at roulette or the or craps roulette, and then like the Nuggets are the card counters. They're just so smart and analytically driven, and they take good shots and they they share the sugar. And the Celtics come down and just chuck threes. And I look, you want to bet on the, the Celtics? Go ahead. I, a lot of things have to go right for them to win a title, including. Porzingis staying on the court. Big. That's the biggest thing. Like Big. he just can't, he can't stay on the floor, Paul. Yeah. No doubt. He, well, the one thing, yep. Sammy, they do have going in the, in their favor is that uh, they don't have a lot of high hurdles to get over in the East, right? It's going to be much tougher to get out of the West than it is going to be the East, correct? No doubt. And that's why, you know, the Celtics have the shortest odds yeah. because the path is easy. I mean, the Cavs are good, not great. I, I, I'm really fascinated to see if Doc can screw this up in Milwaukee. You know, you got Giannis and Lillard. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Knicks are playing good ball, but the, the Knicks are—they don't have a, a legit superstar. And then Embiid's hurt in Philly. So if it's if it's not Boston, I, I don't know who it is. But the Celtics are literally their own worst enemy, man. I think the they analogy are. is legit. They're the Bills, nope. man. Like until they get over it, until they get over that hump. I just, I don't believe it. And, nope. and, you know, the Nuggets are just doing everything right. They're sort of in coast mode right now because they don't, they don't need to be the one seed. They don't need to win 65 games. They know how to win in the playoffs. And, and the Celtics become easier to guard in a seven-game series. It's my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn with Tatum and Brown. The Nuggets can get you from any direction with any player because they have maybe the best passer in the league right now, and he's a seven-foot center in Jokic. Totally agree. I like the uh, comparison as well. I hate their offense in tight games and how they don't run anything and they chuck, as you said. Uh, nobody had the heat coming out of the East last year. That was absolutely embarrassing to fall behind 0-3. They were lucky they beat the Sixers in the second round uh, when Embiid was compromised in that series too. And I, I don't have any faith in Missoula and Brown as well. Okay, how about college hoops? Well, how about a Final Four pick? Uh, Matt said they probably have eight NBA players. Kentucky's playing well. What do you think of Kentucky Final Four and maybe what seed they could get? I bet them in November 20-1 to because I, I had a guy down there that said, I haven't seen a team like this since the 15 team that started undefeated and then lost to Wisconsin in the Ooh. Final Four. Uh, they Not only do they have you know four first-round picks, they got three seven-footers. They can play any way. They like to push the pace, but this is a team that has finally gotten its full stable of characters. Like they had, you know, Big Z wasn't cleared for a while. Uh, Wagner was hurt. Uh, Agneso was hurt. Like they just had a bunch of roadblocks along the way. But I think in the last two weeks, they've played their best basketball. And, and to watch them drop 117 on Alabama was, was crazy. Paul, they got three guys shooting 45% from three. Um, and I saw this stat from uh, Matt Jones, Kentucky Sports Radio. Three of the best players in three-point percentage in Kentucky basketball history are all on the same team together right now. They are wet, man. You know, Reed Shepard shooting 52% from three. Big Z, 46. Dillingham, top 10 pick, 45. They can shoot it, man, but, but they can also score inside. They got size. They got length. They're playing well. Cal worries me, but uh, sure. yeah, Mitch and I text after every game. I think Mitch has more Kentucky stock than I have. Yeah, he does. Mitch, says, Mitch said it's a problem, and I said, well, it's not a problem if they go into the Final Four because, you know, we got 20-25-30. I, I feel huh. like this is a Final Four team, and if they go to the Final Four and we're holding 20-25-30, we, we are in a great spot because we could bet off it. 
Sammy, here's one thing about Kentucky, and I've got some futures on the Wildcats as well. Uh, not as much as you do or Mitch, but I do have something on Kentucky. You don't want Selection Sunday, you don't want Kentucky in the same region with UConn, and that's big for this future. Yeah, they're going to get wiped on the glass if that happens. Yeah. And uh, Paul had asked about seeding. You know, I don't, I don't really follow Lenardi. I love his weave, but I don't, I don't really follow bracketology. I, I think they can get a three. I, I think it's, it's possible. Um, you know, ideally you want to avoid the one as long as you can. So if they can get a three, ideally it's out west. I think they match up really good with Arizona. That, mm-hmm. That'd be an awesome game. And, yeah. and Arizona's got all the talent, but I mean Arizona just. They play with their food so much, man. Um, I'm looking right now. They go, oh, God, here we go. Lenardi's got UConn, the one in the east, and Kentucky, the four. That's my nightmare. Yeah, you don't that, want that's that. The worst. Yeah. Give me Purdue. Give me Arizona. Give me Tennessee. Like, I, I'm cool with all that. If they have to play UConn in the Sweet 16, that is a problem. So I'm crossing my fingers and my toes that they miss the east region. Because you're right, Matt. If they're not making shots against UConn, they get run out of the gym because they get eaten alive on the glass. And based on that, you're better off on the current number with the rollover parlay because you, you still, I mean, how, well, I don't care what your power rating is. If you're in that four or five range with a seed, you're going to have some tough games here as well, and then you're a dog against UConn. Speaking of UConn, I like this too. Great job by Circa putting this up. Another prop you like, the no on will UConn and or Purdue win the title. Well, everyone's going to fade Purdue. So to me, it comes down to UConn. Can Purdue make it? to the Elite Eight. Let's start with that one, but the no is only minus 330 here on the Purdue-UConn prop. Take it away. Yeah, they bet it up a little bit, 340 right now. I was texting one of my buddies out there, and I said, what would you make the prize? I saw the bet come out. I think Benson tweeted it, and I Mm -hmm. said, what would you make Purdue-UConn against the field? And he bets college really well. He's got a lot of balls in the air on a Saturday. He's betting college heavy. And his text was, the field minus 700. And I said, well, it's 320, 330 on the open. And he said, you're kidding me. I said, no, it's, that's it. And I, this was, they put it up right after UConn. Who was, did UConn beat Marquette by a million yes, points? That's, that's what it was. That's when the hype train yeah. really took off. Yes. And, and I, I had a bunch of texts that night, you know, from guys that are, you know, they, they bet college, they bet it recreationally. And I'm, I'm telling you, bang, 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 UConn, best team in the country. UConn, run it back. UConn, back to back. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, that's it. That's simple. Um, they were they were much better last year, guys. They were they were much better. They had sure-handed guards. They were upper-class guards. I like UConn. I mean, could they win it? Yeah. I, we haven't seen a repeat champion in in what 15 years with Florida. Uh, the math is against them, and um, you know I think Purdue is is beatable against a team with good guards. And and you got a lot of really good back. Like if Purdue Marquette play in the uh, in the Elite Eight, Marquette could easily take them down. So. Uh, that's a long-winded way of me saying, dude, the, that, that no price, like no Purdue and no UConn at minus 340. I know yep. people don't want to lay 340, but it should probably be higher. I honestly. agree. I agree. You can, yep, you can only pick one. Championship week in Vegas or the March Madness, first four days. Championship. You guys taught me that, though. I used to be one of those green-eared <laughs> yes. kids, you know, flying on a Thursday with all my 21-year-old buddies with 200 bucks and be broke by Friday. And um, it's just there's so much action in town for conference weekend. What is it, five conference tournaments? This yes, year? five. 
Plus, you're priced out, too. I mean, you got to get up at 5 in the morning and get a seat, or the price is well, to reserve. as far as the atmosphere in yeah. Vegas, the tournament week is better. But if you're a college basketball better, championship week is better. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, you got you got so many more games. Because, like, let's just say the first day of the tournament, you got, what, you got 16 games scattered throughout the day? Mm-hmm. I probably got 40 or 50 games on a Friday or Saturday championship weekend to bet. Thursday, Friday, 9 a.m. to midnight. No doubt about it. Thanks for the double shot. We'll see you when you come out here for championship uh, Saturday. Thanks for a few minutes. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Peace there out. There it is. Sam Pontianovich, SP Shoot on Twitter. There you go. Nesson, Chicken Dinner Podcast, Fox Sports. Windy City Sammy. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that next. <clears throat> the fight weeks. doctor on deck. Right. Two yeah. weeks from tonight. Two weeks from today is the, uh, is the great day in college sports with uh, the the uh, the madness and championship week. The fight doctor is in the house. Lou Finnecaro on UFC Fight Night, UFC 299, and some other futures. He's going to give out a plus 550 bomb next. VEASAN, follow the money. The Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 